0: Welcome to Grade 7's Talk to Experts, a podcast where Grade 7's Talk to Experts to find out more about their specialty. I am the host for this episode, Adley, and I'm a student at College Park School in Land Minister, Alberta. Before we get to our expert for this video, for this episode, I just want to share a little bit about who we are and what we will be doing in our podcast. We are a class of 25 Grade 7 students in a non-traditional classroom setting where we are focusing on experience-based learning using a STEAM approach. That's STEAM, which stands for science, technology, engineering, art, and math. We want to answer that age-old question of why do I have to learn this by directly connecting what we learn inside the classroom with the world outside the school. For our podcast, students will be contacting an expert that they know in their lives. This person could be an expert, their profession or a job, or is what could be traditionally considered a hobby or an interest. So without further delay, I am pleased to introduce our expert for this episode, who's an expert in art, Danielle. Hello and welcome. Hello. Let's start by getting to know you. Please tell us about yourself.
1: Okay, I am a 33-year-old artist. I live in Lloydminster at the time, or I guess right now. Um, I started my full-time art career going on nine years ago. I used to work, um, heavily in, I worked as a pharmaceutical assistant, I've worked in the muscle laser, um, technician career. Um, I was much into like health and wellness type, um, living, I guess, but yeah, I took off as a full-time artist nine years ago. I made the decision that that's what made me the happiest. And now I'm a mother of a newborn and, yeah, full-time artist.
0: Uh, Tell us about being an artist. What do you do?
1: As an artist, I take um, many approaches to um, helping other people with artwork. I do, like, sort of like an art therapy type thing. I've traveled... Um, majority of northern Canada, so across from the west coast of Northwest Territories all the way up to Resolute Bay, um, Nunavut, which is the second most northern living, um, what would you call it, where people live in Canada. It's the, t- like one of the top two most inhabited place in canada so right up to the north pole pretty much and within my career i've done some work with schools where then we sell the artwork we sell it and then we give it to donation so there's lots of ways to like help your communities with artwork and help children know that there's like a safe outlet that can be a very positive thing in their lives and teaching that really matters to me.
0: That's really cool. Um, How many people were in your family growing up?
1: Oh boy, (laughs) I have a split family. So um, altogether my brothers and sisters, I have five brothers and two sisters, but being a split family there was, you know, opposite like different households with the children.
0: what is your family like now my family
1: oh still crazy I mean eight kids brings on lots of nieces and nephews and um we have a very country lifestyle family I live in the city but I think I'm probably the only one who does really my nieces are starting to go to college and university and whatnot like that so um just growing bigger and bigger. And when we get together, it's just a really good time since there's so many people to visit. And it's always really exciting. Nice.
0: Uh, What is a typical day like for you?
1: A typical day in the life of an artist, I would say, is very backwards to what, I guess, the normal would be considered. I personally am less creative in the morning and more creative during the evenings and into, you know, late midnight until early morning. So it's pretty relaxing. There's lots of ideas that come into play, but with growing and my business growing, now I can use my mornings for my marketing, my, you know, my social media stuff that I have to do, um, doing my meetings and keeping in contact with clients and whatnot, going and measuring walls. And then during the evenings is more or less um, my painting time and time to create.
0: Okay, Uh, what do you do for fun? For fun,
1: uh, I would say I love being outdoors. I love going on like camping trips, spending time with friends and family honestly i I like really quality time i don't like large crowds i think majority of artists would consider themselves somewhat an introvert so i like really quality time with the people i spend with and yeah that's about it
0: did you live in lloydminster as a kid well, if so what was it like
1: i was actually born in lloydminster and then we moved to onion lake so I was raised there for a while, and then my family moved up north when we sold there. So I've kind of moved around a little bit as a child, and honestly, I went to St. Thomas, um, French Immersion, and I came back in grade 10. I moved out when I was um, 13 years old, actually, to live with family here to finish my bilingual diploma. So I went back in grade 10 for my French immersion, finished 10, 11, 12, and graduated with my bilingual diploma. So um, I really enjoyed the French program, being that I come, you know, my father is very French and my family as well on his side. So I would say Lloyd, it was just a good, safe place for me to grow up in. There wasn't, uh, when I was growing up, there wasn't cell phones or, anything like that even though I'm not very old it I never had a cell phone or anything until I was in college so it was a little different than when you guys are in school now
0: okay um what was school like for you when you were younger
1: school um being bilingual I would say school you know when I went from French immersion to fully English school, it was a little bit harder, I think, because I was raised in a French home, too, when I was young. And then when I moved with my mom, it was all English. So um, a little challenging. I was very, uh very creative kid, so I was hard to keep in, I guess... <laughs> uh, Motivated with maybe sciences or math or something. But I was also, I was always a good student and always, you know, did well in school. Just being a creative, I guess you're just a little wired a little bit differently.
0: Yeah. Well, what specifically do you remember from grade seven?
1: Grade seven. That would be my junior high year. I was living up north. Um, I played a lot of sports. Uh, I remember boys being a little bit crazier in grade seven. Um, (laughs) What do I remember? I honestly remember about being more social in grade seven. I remember growing up a little bit more and, you know, going on sports team trips, um, learning a lot more than maybe elementary school and just being a little bit more challenged was great for me
0: okay hey, that's nice i'm gonna um ask zoe to come up and she's going to ask you a question sure.
1: hello
0: um when did you want or when did you know you wanted to be an artist
1: I knew I wanted to be an artist. This is kind of a funny story. Um, when I was a muscle laser technician, I wasn't making very much money. I was, um, I owned my second house at this time. And so I had a mortgage, I had all these bills, and I was always stressed out about what I really, you know, what I really could do with myself. But late at night I would paint and paint and paint I mean for years so my basement was full of art and where'd you go are you there okay um so my basement was full of artwork and I wanted to take a trip to Thailand so I actually just went to Thailand and I quit my job don't I don't think that that's the way to do it, but it worked for me. Um, But my parents thought I was a little bit crazy and I came back and I just started selling my work. I started promoting myself. And I think I made more off my first painting than I did in over a half a month working where I was. So I knew right then that I had what it took and the motivation it took um, to be where I wanted to be in my life, which Um, artwork brought me joy and a lot more joy than, you know, the jobs I was choosing. Thank you. You're welcome, Zoe.
0: Okay. Um, if someone were to write a book about you, what would a good title be?
1: Ooh, Adalie, what do you think? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I would say... Hmm. I would say living my best life. I... You know, there's so many routes that people can take in their lives. And I believe that if you really, truly want to be something, you'll never, ever, ever give up until you get there. So... um Culturally, I guess, growing up, artists, you know, there was that cliche saying, like, starving artist type idea. And, I mean, when you tell your parents you're going to be an artist for the rest of your life, they kind of think that that's not really um, a good job. But if it's something that's, like, full, like, something that your heart is just full of and you can't help it, um, I always say just go for it. There's... There's going to be ups and downs in any career you take, even, you know, being a doctor or being a lawyer. There's there's so many avenues that you'll be good at. And then there'll also be really down times. So, I mean, being an artist comes with just as many ups and downs as any other career in life. And um, being able to help others and help myself and be happy, um, in my opinion, is living my best life.
0: Yes, nice. Um, Can you tell us about an experience where you were nervous or apprehensive, but chose to participate anyways and give your best effort?
1: Um, That's a lot of what happens to me, like even coming on this meeting, I, I don't know what you guys, you know, have planned for me. I'm always nervous. That's just in my personality, but I always, always participate. Even if it, because it makes you grow out of your comfort zone. So if something challenges you, you should do it. That's what you should do. Even if it's so uncomfortable, you should always do it. Because you'll learn something new. You'll, oh, oh dear. Um, You'll learn something new. Your comfort zone will be expanded. And yeah, for, uh for people who are nervous, like myself, and more introverted, n- naturally, it's a huge experience every single time.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. In your opinion, what makes someone
1: an expert? I believe an expert comes from confidence. When you put your you know, heart and soul into something and you're passionate enough to like read up on it enough, learn enough, experience something enough, um, with a passion, I believe then you're an expert in what you know, because everybody will have a different opinion on majority of things, um, in every occupation. So. I might be an expert on, you know, texturizing my paintings. I might be an expert in blending where someone else could be much, much better at something else.
0: Okay. Um, Do you consider yourself an expert?
1: I would say that I am an expert in my, uh, my style of art because it's what I chose. So there's tons of art styles and yeah, I would say an, I'm an expert in my style of artwork.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I am now going to bring Blake up and he's going to ask you a question. Sure. Hi, um, what piece of art are you the most proud of?
1: Oh, I've been thinking about this. Um, (laughs) I would say the headdress that Adelie has on her sweaters and whatnot, uh, it was, it was actually, I have the original here, but I have done prints of it, I've created clothing, I have helped people with it, I've donated with it, and it has done a lot of good in my life, that piece. So, and that was from the very beginning. I actually couldn't afford a new canvas. And I had this old canvas that I had bought from the secondhand store and just repainted over it because I didn't have enough money to paint or get new canvases from Michael's because at the time they were pretty pricey for me. So, with a piece that, you know, had to come out of me and had to be painted... It has done so much good.
0: Thank you for answering my question. Thank you, Blake. Have there ever been times where you felt discouraged as an artist?
1: Um, Yes, I have been discouraged Um, from time to time. I have people who pick apart my artwork. I have well, being on social media, it's open to anyone to have an opinion, um, and anyone to kind of reach out to you. So, I have to live in a world where I am very vulnerable to bullies, um, critics, people who maybe just aren't happy in their own lives. But sometimes I feel discouraged when I get a really rude message, or you know, see the anger that is held up in other people that they have to spit it out at me so it just makes me really realize um that I always need to be kind even if someone you don't know if someone's just starting out you don't know if someone did that um some artwork you know on a bad day so I always give good critiques because like all art is good art so that's all that matters to me Okay.
0: Um, what made you want to keep going in your art career? Um,
1: nothing made me not want to keep going. So everything that I do makes me want to work harder, do more because it, it it brings so much joy to people. When I work with students, they're happy. When I work with adults, they're happy. Um, like I even worked with the Thorpe center here and then through a big event at the casino, we raised $25,000 in approximately before our bills and stuff in one night. Um, you know, there's, there's so many ways that an artist can, it's not always just about art. It's about being a community with your art and bringing, um, everyone together to enjoy it. So, yeah, I never, ever thought any... I, ne- I couldn't go back to any other job other than being who I am right now.
0: Okay. Um, what do you think failure has to do with success? Also, when did you fail and how did it help you?
1: Failure and success, I believe that... Okay, I just read something about this the other day. Someone had put up why... Um, how does failure, what does it have to do with you? And I said on the post, I said, I think failure is great because that means you get to do it again. Where if you're always good at everything, you don't get to do it again. But if you get to do something twice or three times or four times, then you get, you get the hang of doing something. And I believe in learning. I believe in trying again. I believe in failing because you only get stronger and I have failed many times in my career maybe not getting back to someone soon enough maybe not getting my art shipped out in time you know maybe not having the supplies to start a painting there's lots of different ways I could see failure in my career but in that in that being said that has made me have to maybe ask for someone to help me move a move a big painting, asking for help to do something differently than, than what I anticipated it to be. Um, there's many ways that I've had to reach out and, you know, bring in my, bring in my loved ones and community to help me when I need it. So with failure in my eyes, I believe that you can grow with, um, many things, confidence, um, like, people love to help, so reaching out is a big thing. I was always ashamed of asking for help, and it's it's definitely opened my eyes to just ask. The, what's the worst someone could say is no, and then, you know, you move on from there. So I believe failure is very, very important.
0: Okay, thank you. Um, now I'm going to ask my friend Ryan to come up, and she's going to ask you a question. hi my name is ryan and my question is what kind of
1: art style is out of your comfort zone Ooh, i would say realism uh, i'm not good at painting um like say a deer or a human i'm very abstract the way i see things is abstract um i feel like my emotions are more childlike and playful uh But realism to me is very challenging and I've never felt the need to do it (laughs) because it comes out. It's, it's just crazy. It really is. And that could be a good thing or it could be, you know, bad, but in, in my eyes, I'm not very good at realism.
0: Thank you. Okay. Okay. Tell us about someone you looked up to when you were younger.
1: Hmm. As in my profession or as in just Just, in general?
0: Just in somebody you looked up to. Yeah, just in general.
1: Mm Hmm. I have a best friend. Her name is Deidre. She is older than me, but we've been best friends now for... 20 20 years. I was her first babysitter and for her daughter and she's always just been a very hard worker. She's always stayed really positive through the ups and downs in her life and she's always helped me see things with from a different point of view.
0: Okay. At this time, I'm going to open up the mic for any students to ask any questions
1: that they might have. Thanks, Adelie.
0: Hi, my name is Elizabeth, and my question oh. is, do things like moving a few times, being bilingual, and having multiple Siblings impact your art and can you point out a specific thing or element that your art that comes from these events?
1: Can you repeat the first part? <laughs> Sorry.
0: Um, do things like moving being bilingual and having
1: siblings impact your art. Do you do I think that being bilingual and having many siblings impact my art? I would say no I think well I am the only artist in my like main family unit I would say that my siblings have really empowered me to do what I do and they've supported me through my adventures and travels being bilingual has given me many opportunities being that i don't struggle as much i find it easier to learn a, like even a third language anything like that i can cope really well in new environments so i believe that having many siblings is more like having more friends in as you grow up and yeah being bilingual i think is just a very very good thing to have as you age and as you travel.
0: Okay, thank you for answering my question.
1: Thanks, Elizabeth.
0: Hi, it's me again. I I was just wondering, what's your favorite thing to paint?
1: Lately, my favorite thing to paint is very colorful paintings, very abstract, very colorful. Um, I like painting some animal I've been painting cows a lot maybe cuz I was raised on a ranch um I love painting headdresses and what else could I say yeah just very lively childlike work honestly that's my favorite thing just just let go use oil pastels use um, oils, acrylics, I use sand, I, I couldn't put everything in my painting and be just happy as a little peach. Thank you. Welcome.
0: Um, my name's Ryder and I have three questions. My first question is, do you have any dogs?
1: Hi, Ryder. Okay. Yes, I have two dogs.
0: My second question is, have you ever painted photos about your dogs?
1: Um, I have painted one of my dogs that is no longer with me. And no, and I've been wanting to do that. So thank you for the reminder. And how's your baby? My baby's good. She's, uh, she's not enjoying the heat. So she's out on a truck ride in the AC right now. But, um, yeah, it's, it's been a really cool transition from artwork, you know, full-time working to now being a new mom. It's much different, but we have definitely made some artwork in the three months that she's been with me. So I painted right up until the day I went into labor. My husband had to come home and clean up all my paint brushes and and canvases and whatnot because I that's how into my pregnancy I painted and then we sh- we shipped off my commission piece the following week. So it's kept Thank me you. busy.
0: Thank you for answering my question.
1: Thank you, Ryder.
0: Hello, my name is Theda, and my question is, what kind of training do you have for art? And do you think
1: that um, an education for art is necessary to do it? Ooh. So with art, I actually, I just believe I am born to be an artist. I never went to art school. I did very, very well in art all the way up until grade 12. But I did not go in for further training due to the fact that, for me, I believe that with my style and everything right now, it's working for me. But if I do want to go more into printing and more into maybe fabrics and stuff like that, I do believe there is a purpose for school. Absolutely. There's always room to grow in any career that you're in. So I just haven't honestly had the, the time and I never had the money to go to formal training when I decided to be a full-time artist. So, yes, I do believe you should go to secondary school for what you love. And, but it, I don't think it's necessary if you can't do it.
0: Okay. Thanks for answering my question. You're welcome. Hi, my name is Regan, and my question
1: is, do you only paint on canvases or do you paint anything else? Um, I would say that canvases are great. I love making my own frames. I stretch them all myself, Um, but I also paint on paper. I paint on wood. I've painted on, um, I actually just got into airbrushing. So I've painted our motorcycle uh, gas can, and it looks pretty amazing. I went to Victoria to train with my artist idol, uh, Paul Archer. If you guys ever look him up, he's absolutely amazing. So yeah, he's a good friend of mine. He trained me on airbrush, and now I'm just going to get into a little bit more of like multimedia painting or murals, stuff like that. Thanks for answering the question. I believe you should paint on everything though.
0: Okay. Thank you, Danny, for coming. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. We've learned a lot about art. Thank you to my classmates for the questions and thank you listeners. Have a great day. Stay tuned for the next episode. We'd love to hear from you. Send your questions, show ideas, or any other feedback to to talkingtoexperts at gmail.com.